You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. We live in a culture that has always been obsessed with one age-old question, who is the best? When was the best ever? Where was the best place? Who's the strongest, the fastest, the prettiest, the most stylistic? What is excellence? What is legendary? I mean, why do we even play? Define eminence. Who are the illustrious that elevated the sport? to an art form what is supremacy what is greatness in the 50s and 60s you had bill russell that's a compelling argument the foundation the 70s the aero style high stocks and short shorts big hair in the 80s you had the superstar era showtime magic bird isaiah barkley neek mailman mikhail the pick and roll run and gun you of course had Jordan who really is the greatest none of them are in chasing ghosts of the past we give birth to the present true greatness is not comparison it's evolution without each era the game wouldn't be elevated to where it is today greatness is simplicity style superstar power greatness is here and now and that was by none other than Black Thought, who actually did that during the 2017 NBA All-Star Game, featured by The Roots. Um, really pulled that poem, pulled that uh, rap together, man. And that was absolutely phenomenal. And as we indicate that and we say that, we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of the NBA with none other than the 75th anniversary team. What's up, fans? This is your co-host, Jason. It's your co-host, Danny. And we have a fun-filled show for you today and where we're going to talk about this 75th anniversary team. Danny, this is a whole lot happening on this team. So let's get right to it. Uh, we have new players on this team. Of course, the 50th anniversary team was an excellent team and yes there were some snubs on that team now but with this 50th anniversary team all 50 has been put into this 75th anniversary team now one thing to keep in mind about this 75th anniversary team is that it's actually 76 players on the 75th anniversary team and where uh there was an actual tie based upon the voting itself so there were new members added to the 75th anniversary team on top of the already 50th anniversary team. That includes Ray Allen, Giannis, Carmelo Anthony, Kobe, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, James Harden, Allen Iverson, LeBron James, Jason Kidd, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Reggie Miller, Steve Nash, Dirk, Chris Paul, Gary Payton, 
Paul Pierce, Dennis Rodman, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, and yes, Dominique Wilkins, who I believe got snubbed off of the first 50, in my opinion. Y'all know my affinity towards Dominique Wilkins. Yes, the one who got zipped off of the 88 slam dunk contest against Jordan in Chicago. We knew what happened. But anyway, Annie, this list is a very impressive. Um, but, you know, just as there is a list, mm-hmm. there should be some people possibly taken off, possibly added on. Mm-hmm. Who got snubbed, in your opinion? What say you? Based on this list, Jason, here are a couple people <clears throat> that I thought should have been added or at least considered. Clay Thompson is not on this list, and Clay Thompson has jewelry. Man, he got three of them. And he eliminated most of this list <laughs> in the playoff <laughs> run. Come on, man. How hey, is Clay hey. Thompson not a part of this 35? Our 75th anniversary team is beyond me. Come on, man. Speak on it. So, Clay Thompson was one. Other, my other couple here, Tony Parker from the San Antonio Spurs. Okay. Okay. How is he not on? He has jewelry, and he, he won big games. I know he had a good team with Tim Duncan and Ginobili and those dudes, but he was a big part of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The last person is Dwight Howard. I know people, this has been part of the mainstream with him and Clay, but I can see him because I know he's had some rough times over the last few years, but he's kind of stabilized here now. He got the championship with LA and he was a force in Orlando. And then once he left there and came to L.A. that first time, things went off the rails for him. But my list here where some people get substituted, I am not knocking their talent. They are talented. Mm-hmm. They're great. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at comparing resumes. Like I said, Clay was the one that just threw me for a loop. So you know, I, I, I say you, Jason. And look here, man. I wholeheartedly agree with you on Clay. Clay got to be pissed off, man. First, the media went ahead and left him off of that one year of not being all NBA, first, second, or third team. You know, had he made that, he would have made another, what, about $40, $30, 40000000 million yes. in his contract. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be pissed off there. But then he, he gets left off of this list. I mean, Clay is... Man, come on, man. He has got to be absolutely pissed off. And he has said as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said as much. He actually tweeted. Woke up this a.m. Still pissed about this stupid ass list. Damn. I can't wait to hoop again. Sick of the disrespect. Winning isn't everything to some people like it is to me, I guess. All I'm saying is this, man. Yeah, Clay is pissed off. I'm pissed off for Clay. Clay is a great, and I hate to say this uh, because to me, a basketball player is a basketball player, but Clay mm-hmm. is a great two way player. He mm-hmm. plays on both ends of the court, man. Yep. If it yep. wasn't for Clay, it wouldn't have freed up Steph from doing Steph like things. 
-hmm. Clay has actually saved the Golden State Warriors era multiple times. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they call him Game 6 Clay. (laughs) There's a reason. Look at that game when he played against the Oklahoma City Thunder. But when KD was on that squad, what happened? Man, Clay happened. Yep. So, yeah, Clay needs to be on this list. Mm-hmm. The other person who um, I think needs to be taken off of this list is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis needs to be taken off of this list, in my opinion. Uh, awesome player. He can play on both ends when he wants to. <laughs> and when he's available. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that really left a bad taste in my mouth was how he did New Orleans towards the end Mm -hmm. and not wanting to play things of that nature. But even before that, Danny, he just hasn't been available, man. And I can't put him on the 75th list, 75th anniversary list because of his availability. Got it. Um, I'm going to tell you who has been left off that I think should be on this list. Now, when you think about this list and you think about the all-time leading scores in NBA history, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the stats, man, and in the top 20, out of the top 20, there are two people left off of this list. One that I think is mm, one being Vince Carter. Vince Carter yeah. is currently ranked number 19th on the NBA all scoring list. Mm-hmm. The other is Alice English, man. Yeah. He should be on the list. Alice English is the 20th uh, leading scorer in NBA history and is not on this list. A little something about Alice English, for those who are a little bit young, Alice English is a Hall of Famer, eight-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, a scoring champion. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did not win a ring. Man, his time in Denver, come on, man. I mean, he was going up and down that court, and he was just scoring like crazy. Yes. Uh, In Denver. I'm going to give you some of his scoring stats. And scoring isn't everything. I'm not saying that. But, man, when you think about when he played, he played in the era against a Western Conference that was this totally deep. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're talking about against those championship Lakers squads. Yep. Okay? Uh, Dallas was in the mix. Houston was always in the mix. You're talking about some deep, a deep Western Conference. And in that deep Western Conference, Alice English averaged, I'm just going to list them straight up here. He averaged 21.3, Come on, man. You mean tell me. he was killing them, man. Giving them buckets. <laughs> Come on, man. And he's not on his 75th anniversary. Now, I, that 
is atrocious. And I think mm-hmm. he has some beef. I have to agree with you on Dwight Howard, Danny. I am not a Dwight Howard fan, but you've got to realize in looking at this guy's stats, eight-time All-Star, two-time Black and, uh, black and Champion, eight-time All-NBA, five-time Rebounding Champion, mm-hmm. five-time All-Defensive Team, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and he won a championship with the Lakers in the bubble. Yeah, uh, I am not a fan of Dwight Howard, but the number speaks for himself, man. He should be on this list, man. Mm-hmm. He should be on this list. Um, so, yeah, Danny, there's this. I, I think we got to really talk about possibly who to take off. I'm not going to touch the 50, the first 50. Mm-hmm. That is set in stone, Okay. But there's someone who I would take off to make a look, make a little room. I would take off Anthony Davis. Um, I'm going to leave Westbrook on there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Westbrook necessarily because he can't shoot a jade to save his life. Um, but he does get buckets. He does um, have that triple double uh, effect there. So you got to put him on there. Yep. I'm trying to think of who to take off, Danny. Because if I'm adding somebody, I'm going to have to take somebody off. And that's where I think it's Carmelo Anthony or CP3. <sighs> I know CP3 got to the championship this year. So that's been the monkey on his back, so to speak, where he couldn't win the big game. They actually made it to the finals. Uh, so it may be Melo. And Melo's tough, man, because he has longevity. He's been in the league forever. He he can score with the best of them. He just hasn't won one. But he's he's currently ranked number nine on the all-time scoring list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on up. Um, he can get you buckets, but like I said, man, somebody has to go. If Clay's sitting on outside the club, and he should be in the club in the VIP. He should be in the club in the VIP. I agree with you on that, man. Um <laughs> Uh, I have to agree with you on that. Let me ask you this. Now, this one may be controversial to take off, mm-hmm. but I think it's worth discussing. I say you keep Dennis Rodman on there. Yes. I, th- I think you, you got to keep Dennis Rodman on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kawhi Leonard. See, it, with Kawhi, man, it's, av- it's availability back to your point on an AD. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi has won multiple championships. He was the featured player. On that last one with Toronto, it's it's tough, man. Kawhi's yeah, he's a great player though, man. When he's available, when, when he is available, available. When he's available. I can't take Kawhi off the list. Oh, like I, I gotta keep him on. Well, I'm definitely keeping Dominique on. <laughs> we said we already said he got. Le- I, I said he got left off of the first fifty. I mean, Dominique, come on, man. Human highlight film. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a great nickname. Not only that, but man, you talking about dunks in game dunks. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Um, we definitely leave a Dwayne Wade in there. Um, yep. his his championship run, his first championship run, man. I still watch the highlights to this day because that thing was epic, man. I mean, yep. um, here's one that may be controversial. Who's that? 
Reggie Miller. See, when I think of all time greats, I think of Reggie. Okay, well, we leave him on because that's what I think. I think too of, of him carrying a franchise. He carried the yes. Pacers for a number of years, and truth be told, that year where the um, malice in the palace happened, mm-hmm. quietly is kept. That probably was a championship team. Mm-hmm. For those fans who don't know what I'm talking about, go ahead and go out on Netflix and watch the latest Malice in the Palace, man. That documentary was fantastic. Yep. And it really outlined the makeup of the team and how the team actually felt about their potential playoff run and championship run. So I have to leave Reggie Miller in there. I just want to put that out there for contra- for conversation's sake. I think it's something to you know to you know mention. Um, I got um, one for you, Jason. Okay, Steve Nash. You know what? I was, that was my next one. I was going to go to two time MVP. Two time MVP. <laughs> that's a that's a hard one. Great player. And you know, Shaq always said one of those MVPs is his, which yeah, <laughs> I actually have to agree with Shaq. Hey, Shaq, I agree with you on that one. I think one of those MVPs are is actually yours, man. You got a lot of guards in there, man. I mean, mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Danny. Let me ask you this, man. The guards that are currently in there, the James Harden. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, and Steve Nash. Of course, we already said we're going to leave Westbrook in there. We're definitely leaving GP Gary Payton, the glove, in there. We're definitely leaving him in there. Yep. We already said about Dwayne Wade. Out of those, who would you take out? Steve Nash, James Harden, Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, and Damian Lillard. Uh, who are you taking out? Because we, we got to take one out to put a couple of folks in there now. Yeah, I know. I know. Dang. Who are you taking out? I, see, man, I'm a big Lillard fan. Because Dame, he just... Uh, oh. <laughs> but he hasn't won MVP, though, either. Yet. Yet. But see, that could be because of the market he's in. Yes. He's in Portland, and... He's been close, man. He's been close. I mentioned Alex English. Now, yep. it could be because the market he was in. He was in small markets yep. for the majority of his career. I mean, he started with Milwaukee, mm-hmm. um, a little bit in Indiana, um, and then ultimately went to Denver. So you're talking about really a lot of the eight ABA, old ABA teams, if you will, came mm-hmm. in, and, and, and he primarily played for those markets. So smaller markets. He should be in, in my opinion. But who we got to take out? I'm leaving Allen Iverson in there. Oh, Allen Iverson has to stay. I'm not flinching on that. Let's talk about who stays. That Allen Iverson stays. Stays. Yeah. Colton. Um, Jason Kidd. He got a ring. He got a ring. He has a lot of triple doubles. Let's put aside his coaching ability, especially in Milwaukee. Let's put that aside right now. Jay Kid, I'm gonna hold him. He's I'm gonna hold him in the waiting room right now. Okay. All right. Uh, we already said GP Stan. Yep. Uh, James Harden. 
He's struggling a little bit this year because obviously the rules have changed. Mm -hmm. So he definitely, I think, is feeling the uh, impact there. Yes, um, but he is. I think he'll eventually come around. He's one of the best natural scorers. I think he can create any shot. So I think Harden, I'm torn on, man. I'm torn on hard. I'm going to put him in the waiting room, too. Okay. Him and J.K. Right. hanging out right now. It's between – honestly, it's between Nash and um, Kid. Taking J.K. out. I'm going to say take out Nash. And I'll, put in Clay. Okay. Okay. I, I was going to say probably – to me, it would be between Harden and Steve Nash to take out. Ironically mm-hmm. enough, they both won MVPs. Mm-hmm. But I have to leave Jay Kidd in there because in his prime, he did take the then New Jersey Nets to the finals twice. That speaks for something. So I'm going to leave Jay Kidd in there. Dame Dollar, see, we're looking at Dame Dollar, James Harden, and Steve Nash. Neither one of them actually played defense. And they're all dynamic. And their own way, they're all unique in how they attack the game. That's the other thing, because Nash was a pure point guard. Nash was a pure point guard. Here's my here's my dilemma, fans. James Harden, I would never forget James Harden basically quitting on the Houston Rockets when they played the Golden State Warriors. And that very night that they lost to end the series, he was at the club. Um you know, celebrating, I guess, the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he may have been fatigued because um, that was a rough that was a rough series. But at the same token, I, I when your team needed the bucket, instead of I think that they missed what 15, 17 straight, 17, 17 straight. Come on, yeah, Something like that. Yeah, man, come on, man. Just get a bucket. You just need a bucket at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So I question that from Harden. Uh, Dame, he's at least been to a conference finals. Well, he, no, Dame's hardly been for a conference finals, but uh, Dame went to a conference finals, got pretty much swept by by the um, Golden State Warriors. Steve Nash, I'm going to take it this way, Danny. Mm-hmm. Both Steve Nash and James Harden was coached by D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Or Antony. Because they ain't playing no D. <laughs> Both actually really progressed in his system. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm leaving Dame Lillard on the list. And I'm only selecting one between Hart and Steve Nash um, because of the Dan Tony system. And even though one of those MVPs belongs to Shaq, I'm going to go ahead and leave Steve Nash on this list and take Harden off, man. It's, it's, you can't go wrong either way you look at it. Honestly, um, whoever – it's always – it's a great discussion point, water cooler talk, barbershop talk, because you can go all day. And, that, and that's why we're here. That's right. That's why we're here. Fans, what you thinking? Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. 
For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.